When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speaker, your podcast. Presented by Progressive Insurance, all guests on the Goodyear Hotline. By the way, we are asking on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, that's 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, which road team? is most likely to win a playoff game on Super Wild Card Weekend. Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, at Key, J, and Max. We are coming to you live from the Seaport District, Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. So, guys, um, that was quite an ending to the regular season. Really was a... it was supposed to be a play-in game, right? But then, as it turned out, a tie sends them both to the playoffs. So you're thinking Raiders and uh, Chargers, and Key was talking about the rivalry that goes all the way back between these two franchises. You're thinking, all right, and it looked like they were thinking the same thing. The Raiders were, we're in overtime. Let's not take any chances. We're both going to the playoffs. Nope. And then Brandon Staley, the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, calls a timeout. Timeout! And then the Raiders decide to go for it and try and kick the field goal, which they made, sending the Chargers packing. Here is Derek Carr on that final sequence. You guys are still tied. You're driving. This thing could have ended in a tie. Chargers call a timeout. How did that shift the strategy? Yeah, it definitely did, obviously. Uh, But we, we... We knew no matter what, we didn't want to tie. We wanted to win the football game. Obviously, if you tie, you're in, and all, I think all those things. But my mindset all day, I even was texting with Aaron Rodgers this morning. Uh, this morning. Yeah, my mindset was to make sure that we were the only team moving on after this. Sure enough, uh, that's what happened. What, what, Daniel Carlson, that's, that's 47 that's yard Aaron field Rogers goal. really made it happen. Yeah, he had to drop Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> name all check things, Aaron where Rod- did that come from? <laughs> Well, you know, my peers and I, did I mention that Aaron Rodgers is a peer and I count him among my friends and vice versa? Did I mention that at all? I you what they was texting about. Bro. When you start thinking top quarterbacks, you should think Aaron Rodgers and me. But you know what? Derek Carr's starting to make a case. I, I, I go by what I see, and Derek Carr, given the job he did this year. Make a year, case for what? Making a case, you know how Key says buckets? He is toward the top of that second bucket outside the elite. Okay, yeah, I just don't put him in but, a bucket with Aaron Rodgers. I thought no, that's no, what no, you were alluding I, to. I, okay. No, only insofar as here are the elite quarterbacks in the game. Can Derek Carr get there? Can he get there? If he beats Joe Burrow in the playoffs now after, after beating Justin Herbert, who, by the way, played out of his mind. Does beating Joe Burrow put him in that upper echelon? No. Okay. No, but it's but, it, it but start, each, it each is a little the ball down the field, little brick in the wall. Okay. Each man, dude, one. they never had a top receiver, man. Yeah, I, I can't even get it. We, I'm not. I'm not I can't saying even that he's not the, special. I can't even get into the argument about him because it's like, what are you looking at? 
I just don't understand what y'all look at when y'all look at these players and say, oh, well, he's not. Well, to be fair, right. you have him straddling the buckets. You have yeah. at times had Derek Carr as a top quarterback and at other times had him toward the top of that next he's a, tier. He's a, he's a top quarterback in the National Football League. He's one of the six or seven quarterbacks in the league. There's nothing wrong with that. See, I think even though they lost to me, Herbert's the better quarterback. But Derek Carr's team won. You got to give it to him. I think he is a upper echelon quarterback. I just don't have him in the same conversation with Aaron Rodgers. And I don't think well, that's no, a slight. Not, he's not I don't the think same, that's a slight to Derek Carr. He's not all. in the same conversation. Yeah. Like, he's not. There's a, there is no there's Aaron Rodgers versus Derek Carr. There's, it's not that. It's right. when you're talking about six or seven quarterbacks and some of them are falling off the board, you're not going to all of a sudden stop wanting to be a part of that quarterback's life because you don't get. Aaron Rodgers, or you don't oh, I get agree with that. Tom Brady, or you don't get Patrick Mahomes, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh man, we just everything's over with. You know, Roger Sherman of the Ringer tweeted out, I think it was this morning, I guess. Entering Sunday, NFL quarterbacks had 20 first downs on 85 attempts in fourth and nine or longer scenarios in 2021. So fourth and nine or longer, there have been 85 attempts. Justin Herbert went five for five in the last five minutes of that game and overtime, he had 20% of the season's fourth and long pass conversions by himself over the course of three drives. And by the way, to me, Herbert, before we move on, Herbert threw the game-winning touchdown, right? Mike Williams Williams had had it. Huh? He had it. When you hit the receiver in the hands in the end zone, got to catch that ball. Well, anybody that comes with this whole thing about, well, Herbert is 15 of 17, and he's had no winning seasons, no playoff stars. I'm like, if you watched that game last night, that dude is, that dude is different. He's different. He's di- he kept them in the game on so many fourth down conversions. He, yeah, did. he did. He did a good job throwing the ball, man. There's no question about Special. it. Special. He did. Now, as it turns out, it, like, they couldn't stop the run when it mattered most. Going into the game, what was it? You can't, the Chargers can't stop a nosebleed on the ground. Raiders are going to run it at him. Sure enough, that wound up deciding the game. But it didn't have to decide the game. If, stay, if, if Coach Staley doesn't take the timeout, they're both in the playoffs. Here is the Chargers head coach on the decision to call the timeout. Yeah, we needed to get in the right grouping. We felt like they were going to run the ball, so we wanted to get our best 11 personnel run defense in, um, make that substitution so that we could you know, get a play where we would deepen the field goal. Derek Carr said after the game that that timeout changed their mentality. Do you think that had any reason to do with them? I don't think it changed their mindset because they were going to run the ball on the play before, and then they ran the ball the very next play. So we wanted to make sure that we got our run defense in there, um, and we, you know, we obviously didn't execute well enough, but we wanted to get our premium one-back run defense in here, and that's what we did. Was, there, was any part of the motivation for you saving time to potentially win it? If they were to miss that field goal? My mindset was to make the field goal as long as possible. That's just a young head coach right there. Because your personnel grouping, you have an assistant coach on your sideline who is in charge of personnel. You don't have to call a timeout to get the personnel in. Mm. And if you truly call the timeout to get your personnel in, that's bad game and clock management. You, you, you. You lost the game because of that, because all you have to do is with that assistant coach, when they're running the football and you see them gashing you and you want to get the personnel in, you just tell him, give me your heavy personnel. Give me my run fits. Give me the guys that I want. And he'll gather them in the next play they go in. You don't have to waste the time out doing that. 
And you, you know, when players are running in and out, yeah, that's yeah. what they're doing. It's not it's a killer. call a timeout. It's a killer because Justin Herbert, the Chargers were down 15 with 8.23 left. He led two touchdown drives, Herbert, including a 19-play, 83-yard drive in two minutes and three seconds to tie the game at 29. And guys, the game-tying touchdown pass, zeros on the clock in regulation, a bullet, a strike, to, to send it to overtime like that was wasted by the head coach calling a timeout with the season on the line, keeping them out of the playoffs as it turns out. Yeah. Meantime, Rich Passaccia, the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, would know better than anyone what that timeout did to the mentality of the team at that moment. Coach, you'd consider running out the clock for the tie? It was a conversation we were talking about. You know, I don't know if you know, we ran the ball there, and they didn't call a timeout. So I think they were probably thinking the same thing, you know. And then, then we had the big run through there. And when we got the big run and got us what we thought was field advantageous field goal position for us, we were going to take the field goal and try to win it. But we were certainly talking about it on the sideline. We wanted to see if they were going to call a timeout or not on that run. They didn't, so we thought they were thinking the same thing. And then we popped the run in there and gave us a chance to kick the field goal to win it. So we are certainly talking about it. And because they won it instead of tied, the Raiders, after everything they've been through this season, are not only heading to the playoffs, but they play the Bengals on Sunday instead of the Kansas City Chiefs. And by the way, careful what you wish for. Bengals can beat you too. But you'd think that's advantageous for them instead of playing the Chiefs. Um, All right. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Try the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless with nationwide 5G on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Why one person says the concern meter on Matthew Stafford is at zero? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, hey. J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance, all guests on the Goodyear Hotline. And then there's Dan Orlovsky in studio, giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. Good morning, Dan. What's up? What up? What's up? You know up? you and me and our bone of contention. I thought we were moved past that. What's, <laughs> Carson what's up Wentz? or what's down with Carson? Well, a lot is down with Carson. <laughs> My dauber is down. But you can't, I'm, 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 you're not going to make me feel um, sad this morning because yesterday's football was incredible. Incredible. I'm going to take my beating. 
But like, actually, Wentz like had a adult. pretty Wentz had a nice bounce back year. Season, he was the, good. The, the The issue for me with Wentz is always chips are on the line. Now what? And I picked the Jags because of Carson <clears throat> Wentz. So. True story, I all week was texting Mina Kimes, really at the beginning of the week, like, hey, because she knew all the playoff scenarios, and I was like, if they lose, can they still get in? Because I had obviously, like, two, two and a half months ago thought Indy could still get in, right? Like, even after one and five, and she was, like, laying out, and I was like, she's like, they're going to beat Jacksonville, and I was like, Mina, I do not feel good about this game. Oh, they always lose in Jacksonville. That, Jacksonville's front, Indy's struggles in pass protection, they had nothing to lose, Indy had everything to lose. Listen, the way I'll wrap up yesterday's game is this. Um, I think it's one of the worst losses in recent NFL memory Mm -hmm. for me. I think it's one of the worst losses in the history of their franchise. It absolutely falls at the feet of Carson Wentz, but everybody in that organization had a hand in it. You're not a playoff caliber team. Go down and lose to a two-win team because someone played well. No one played well. Their offensive line couldn't protect. They couldn't run the football, and the receiver got separation. Their D-line couldn't get after Trevor Lawrence. They could not cover. Um, and Carson Wentz ain't going to make up for that stuff. But Carson Wentz was brought there to win games or be the reason they won that kind of game, and he wasn't. They didn't lose because of Carson, but they didn't win because of Carson. And I think um, that's the most disappointing part. And I don't say this stuff like on television. I think you guys know me by now just because, like, just to get a rise out of people. Like, I honestly believe that he was going to be a difference maker for them this year. And I think that he was good this year. I don't think he was great for them. No, he wasn't. He wasn't great at all. It- Look, the question will be this offseason, do they stay with Carson Wentz? Yeah, because of the money and the contract and things of that nature. Should they bring in somebody to challenge him? No. He's in his second year. He'll be in his second year in this system again, even though he was in some similar system like this in Philadelphia, not the exact. And you give him an opportunity to come back in 2022 and see what he can do. Well, I think, I break well, your I think heart he has one more. I think he has one more year left on his deal, so it's a make least, or break year for him. At least I also think they need. You know this too. Like they got to add some people on the outside. Yeah, Their receiving yeah, core was. Yeah. Last week we were talking about it on NFL Live. Remember, Michael we, Pittman has the case of the drops. He's here and there. He yeah, he's a good ball. player. And he, good player. But like that was the worst potential receiving core. Maybe New England in the conversation going into the playoffs. The team that we thought would be in the playoffs. So, um, but but your he, other guy, we'll just. Leave it there, but your other guy out west, I'm not tripping over him at all, guys. Your yeah, other guy, I'm Matthew arguing Stafford, with Booger though. about this right now. But look, hold what? on, though. But hold on, Bubba. What? Here's what I'm gonna say, man. What? Dude done through what eight interceptions in the last four weeks. Yeah, something like that. It's a lot of turnovers. Yeah. Everybody isn't gonna let you escape that. You turn the football over against the Arizona Cardinals, they're gonna capitalize on it because of the style of offense, the high octane. Things that they could do. If they somehow neutralize Cooper Cup and take him out of the game, who is – I don't know why Matthew – I mean, I know why he stares him down right. because he's productive. But you got to learn to get to your second and third receivers. In his in his um, recognition, a lot of times in just watching him, and you tell me if I'm wrong, if, if he goes to one, he stays at one and two. He never gets to three and four. Well, it's, it's a weird <clears> – <throat> and maybe it's because those guys are open. I don't know. But it just seems like that to me. If I had one concern about the Rams going into the playoffs, it's their pass protection, not their quarterback. I think if they get into a passing game, that that offensive line can get had. Here's like, I'm telling this to Booger right now. Not all turnovers are the same. Like his two interceptions yesterday. It's third and seventeen. I mean, he's taking a shot on a pylon route <laughs> underneath coverage. Like 
the, the four things that can happen in that situation. It's incomplete. We punt the football away. It's complete. All of a sudden, we convert third and 17, which you don't. We get pass interference, or they pick it off, and we tackle them right there, and it's a punt. It's a punt. It, it, we, and so why I laugh when you said that is because I was texting with some people out west, and I said, oh, it's just a punt. Yeah. Because I, I knew what they was going to say. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's just not a punt. Because when you pull that trigger, you're not thinking – it's third and 17. It's a punt. Oh, I, You're I not thinking, oh, I absolutely no think you way are. you are. I absolutely think There's you no are. There's no way. You're, trying to, you're, you're taking a shot there. Like, I, I, I actually like the decision. It's third and 17. There's not that There's much no downside. Way. There's the, a the lot ups, of upside. Correct. There's no way. I'm you're taking you advantage of You're not yeah. thinking that when you do it. 100%. You see the receiver wide open. So not you pull open. the trigger. Right. No, he was separating from me. That ball was underthrown. I agree with that. Both yeah, of them yeah. actually yeah. was underthrown. The, the OBJ one is underthrown. The OBJ one, yeah. But do you think, like, do you, he puts do you that agree out there's front? a little miscommunication on that or miss? No. He just, that was a bad throw. If he put, that's a touchdown. I think he's throwing a, a ball on a rookie corner that he's like, oh, I'm just going to give Odell a chance here, and Odell is But going. if you put it out in I front agree, of him. I agree, it's an underthrown ball. It's a six-pack. Odell was in front of him, so you can't underthrow that. I agree. Well, no, he let the ball go before then, right? So, it's just, I think that's one of those like, things where Odell's going to go to me like, you just got to throw it out there. I'm, I don't want that 50-50 out. opportunity. Out there. I agree with that. But that's why, I like... I'm not really. I'm just not. I. I I'm. Yes. I get. That's a thing. And what about this, Dan? What about this? Stafford is tied with this player for the league lead in interceptions with 17. And this player I'm talking about. Yes, he was the number one overall pick in the draft, but he played on a bad team and he's a rookie. Trevor. He's tied with Trevor Lawrence yeah. for most interceptions in the NFL. Yeah. Again, he's not I a rookie. Don't, I don't think all. Interceptions are normal. Like, again, if you look at all those eight in the last month, Key, I would say two or three of them are on third and like 15 plus yeah. where he's forcing the ball yeah, downfield. Do you, do you care about your shot. stats or are you trying to play and win the game? And right. two of those are tipped balls at the line of scrimmage. Ball gets now three of them are picked. Well, yeah, you can. So you can sure. As I always do, though, I'm going to always discount the quarterbacks. Yeah. There's no question about it with interceptions. Right. If he had eight, I'm going to cut it in half, give him five or right. four. So no, there's then, no question so about So seeing the that. way they play, what's the ceiling for the Rams? Oh, Knowing Super who Bowl. Matthew Stafford is, Super it's still Bowl. a Super Bowl for you. Oh, absolutely. I, and I, I've said this I, a month ago. I don't know ago. if I can say Super Bowl and Rams in the same sentence with the way I've seen them play. Absolutely. They can go to the Super Bowl. There's no question about he's it. Gotta have it's his a best, tough role, though. He's got to have his best three-game stretch of his yeah, career. Yeah, it's a, it's if a he tough has the best, like if, if he has yes. if the first half yesterday, if he has that first half or that drive that went, that we went right down the field, he hit Cooper Cup on third On the corner and, route? Yeah, if, if he has now, that. See, Dan, that throw? No, that was talking about Phil. something. Yeah. Oh, that was ridiculous. Gross. Oh, yeah. that was. So yeah, if he that has was... that on a consistent basis, that team can go to the Super Bowl in that con in the NFC with Tampa Bay's injuries. He ain't even supposed to throw that ball, but he right. lasered it in. It's also the way you lose. Like Stafford has a lot of fourth quarter comebacks mm-hmm. in his career, mm-hmm. and, and I, I just have Justin Herbert on the brink. I thought he was great last Stupid night. Stupid good. And still lost, sure. right? But was but did things. You're like, oh my god! Like Patrick Mahomes covered up. Like, a lot. They oh should have lost by thirty. God, right? But he still lost. And Matthew Stafford's almost like a cautionary tale in a way because he went first overall. He was the golden boy with the big arm, and oh my god! If only he was on a good team, and da da da. And now he is on a good team. Sure. But we ha- he has all that past in Detroit, not winning in the playoffs, a lot of losing seasons. Not his fault, but. So the stakes are higher He's, for him now. Stafford's either going to p- prove a lot of people right or a few, a lot of people wrong or a few people right. 
Right. You know what like, I'm saying? With, right now. Yeah. It's unfair he's that never it all done comes it. To- I, I'll be honest with you. He's never done it. He's going to have to prove that he can go do it in the playoffs against a good team 100%. I'm not discounting that. I'm just saying that... Yes, I got biases, all that friendship. I I believe that he will, though. But, like, and if he doesn't... Nothing, but there's nothing wrong with you having... I got biases, too. Sure. I'm, I'm a huge nepotism all right. day long. I right. believe in what I believe in. Right. And I think Matthew Stafford with this team and Sean McVay, and if the defense can stay solid and sound, they could do it. The only right. problem is he scares me because you cannot turn the football over no matter what. When you turn the ball over, you lose games. Just the littlest thing, yep. the, the OBJ throw, that lost the game for them. Yeah. It just did. Yeah, that, like, whether he wins or loses, like, let's say you lose, then you got to go out like a champ. Like, Justin Herbert just lost, but, but you don't no have to hang your head. Exactly. Right. No if you lose, it, it can't be because you couldn't come through in the moment but of truth. But nobody's saying anything about Justin Herbert, Dan, because Justin Herbert is in his second year in the league. Right. Matthew Stafford is at the – not 13. at the end, but at 13 it. years. Yeah. End. We gave up two ones in the third round, picking a former number one that led us to a Super Bowl for you to get us to the Super Bowl. And I know people saying, well, not this year. It doesn't matter. No. They didn't sign up to go to the Super Bowl three years from now. Okay. They signed up to go to the Super Bowl this today. Remember the conversation, obviously the offseason when you're in this industry, we, like the offseason you get the craziest questions, right? Mm-hmm. And the question was, what quarterback has the most pressure on them this season? This was back in July and August. And I think many of us, I know I did, it's Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Once the like, playoffs start, it's Stafford. Once the playoffs no, begin, it too. is I like it's I been thought been the whole whole year. year. Okay, well, okay, I, but I, there are other people heightened. in that conversation with oh, him. Yes, but yeah. once the playoffs start, the it's only other, there's a, the, the only other person that was in that conversation with him Wentz. No, Wentz, was, was, yes, was Aaron. It was yeah, the, because of the, how, because, because of everything. Regular season, Wentz. Now the playoffs start. It's Stafford and it's Dak. These are on oh, yeah. guys on loaded teams. Dak was also coming off an injury, though. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? like, but I, they're I loaded. Now. He's yeah. in year six. He I got the agree. bag. Guys, those two quarterbacks have the most pressure on no, him. No, the playoff start. There's yeah. three. Who, who else? Oh. You got you to gotta put Aaron Rodgers in there. You he, cannot. I would say, yes, I agree, but a half season. Because of all the drama and everything, and I want it my way, I need my receivers, y'all not helping. So they say, okay, here you go. We're giving you what you're asking for. He's, now, all of a sudden, you get the number one seed. What you going to do with Can't it? Can't lose in the NFC Championship game to Tom season, Brady. Though. Sorry? But Aaron Rodgers having an MVP-type right. season. And the only pushback I would have on you, Key, is I think if Green Bay doesn't make it, we are going to say, well, they got the ball ran on them. That, that's why I think they mm. will not make it. Where if Dallas doesn't make it, I think we could sit there and go, well, Dak just wasn't good enough in that moment. Or, sure, they didn't run the ball with Zeke. Or if the Rams don't make it, I don't think it's going to be be because someone goes hangs 45 on them and they lose 45 What, what is the upside for Matt Stafford? We're talking downside. But if he goes on a run, if he gets Changes to or wins yes. a Super Bowl, yeah, given his talent, Hall of Famer. all of a sudden everything's different. Yep. There's no quarterback in the league whose fortunes of his entire legacy change with these performances right now as Matthew Stafford. Great stuff from Dan Orlovsky, as always. Um, What's that? Not only good stuff? Only good stuff from Dan? I thought it was great stuff. Listen to the Man in the Arena podcast. That's the Man in the Arena podcast. A 10-part series exploring how sports has an impact on our everyday lives through the lens of Tom Brady's career. 
apparently I'm the motivation for Tom Brady. I'm, I've won Super Bowls, apparently. Nah, no, Max, he'll give yourself Brought to you, I don't know, it's, it's in the doc. Brought to you by Zip Recruiter and available wherever you get your podcast. One team Key saw this weekend that he thinks is ready to go to the Super Bowl. It is time <coughs> for Key Observations. Key, what you got? Number one. Well, you look at the Colts. They got to just simply just run it back with Carson Wentz. They had an opportunity to make it to the playoffs, beating up on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Instead, the Jaguars beat up on the Colts, and therefore they find themselves at home with us getting ready to watch the Super Bowl. But there's no quarterback out there that could take over the Indianapolis Colts that outside of the Aaron Rodgers and the Sean Watsons of the world, maybe even the Russell Wilsons that could advance them and make a strong run next year. They've got to stick with Carson Wentz despite the numbers economically enroll with it. Number two. The Raiders, they need to keep my special teams coaching, Rich Basaccia. Give him an opportunity to be the full-time head coach. Give him a long-term extension, as they would just say. Just give him the damn job now. Let him into the playoffs. Haven't been in playoffs since 2016. This is an opportunity to really show what they can do. Carr's first playoff appearance in his entire career. Number three. The Dallas Cowboys look like a a playoff-ready football team taking care of business against the Philadelphia Eagles. I know the Eagles didn't play a lot of players, but that's not the point. The point is when you do things right like the Dallas Cowboys were doing against the Philadelphia Eagles, it looked crisp, it looked sound, they look ready and rested and ready to go and play. It'll be a tough one against the San Francisco 49ers, but I think the Cowboys might be able to do it. Number four. Just had Dan Orlovsky on with us talking about number four, Matthew Stafford. If he does not fix his turnover problems for uh, eight interceptions in the last four weeks, that is going to come back to hunt them. No matter what people think, oh, it's third and 17, it was a punt. It was third and 15, it was a punt. We can find any excuse we want to try to justify turnovers if we choose to do so. But if he doesn't fix it, the Rams will be going home. Number five. Buccaneers better not sleep on Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. I understand this is the first opportunity we'll see Jalen Hurts in the playoffs against the defending champions and Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. And a lot of people must think that I'm crazy thinking that the Eagles could somehow pop the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But when you sleepwalking and you go into a stadium thinking you could just win a game and show up, that's when you wind up losing. Mm. The one observation I would add on, I just want to give some flowers to Dak Prescott, who obviously broke Tony Romo's record for passing yards in a season, uh, for touchdowns, excuse me, in a season. Uh, and just watching the way they played, even though the Eagles didn't have Jalen Hurts key, just to add to your point, I think how you enter the playoffs and where your offense is, if things are clicking, how that happens is a huge sign. And I think for Dallas going against the 49ers, obviously there's going to be Questions around their defense and things can they hold up against Jimmy G and company, Debo Samuel. We talk about how they utilize him in the game for Kyle Shanahan. But just the way the offense is clicking for Dallas, I've said it before, they are just a scary team with where their ceiling could be. Key observations brought to you by Geico. Whether you rent or own, Geico makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Go to geico.com today. So, speaking of the Cowboys and the 49ers, Jimmy G was talking at the – press conference on teams taking advantage and and making plays uh listen to what jimmy g by the way there was a fire alarm <laughs> that went out off throughout the presser but take a listen crazy it wasn't you know scheme or anything like that it was just guys were making plays and 
guys stepped up in big moments. Uh, defense really gave us a shot. I mean, it was really a full team effort today. Defense holding them in crucial situations. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's tough. But yeah, Ambry at the end with the big interception too. That was that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was it. That was the football god's way of saying, yeah, it was the defense, not you, Jimmy G. The defense, may see how that fire alarm went off right when he said the defense may play? That's it. You hit the nail on the head. Guys, it, or, or let me ask you this. Was that alarm to indicate to the rest of us that the NFC's got to watch out for the Niners? Like, key, the Niners pose a threat to, say, the Green Bay Packers? Um... I think they could pose a threat to the Green Bay Packers because the Green Bay Packers have got to fix their run fits. And what is it that the 49ers do well? They run the football extremely well. They like to they they just like to run downhill. They like to do certain things with the football, whether it's Debo Samuel or or whomever they put back there to carry the load. Uh, I, th- I think they could possibly be the biggest threat if they if they see Green Bay. Jay. I see it for the 49ers, but I, I just still come back to the Cowboys really quick, Max, here yep. on this one. Oh, that's who they're playing. Like it, it's, Are they who we might think they are for Dallas? And that's a question that's always been looming about Dallas. But when you look at their 12-5 and record, right, 6-0 and against the NFC East teams, but 6-5 and outside the conference. And a lot of those losses have been to upper echelon teams. And the way the 49ers are playing football right now – like they haven't been an upper echelon team, but it feels like they're playing some of their best football too in the stretch, and that's a it's a huge statement. Can you imagine if Dallas Cowboys losing the first round? This is what we were talking about with Dan Orlovsky and Key, just tabling Aaron Rodgers for a second because I hear you. There's pressure on Rodgers, but other than Stafford, I'm gonna leave Stafford out of this. I don't think there's a quarterback with more pressure to like who can't who's not allowed to lose that first playoff game than Dak Prescott. He's not allowed because at a certain point you go, hold up, timeout. This is now a new coach, new coaching, like, you know, assistance, the whole thing, coaching regime. You, you are loaded. You got an offensive line. You got real difference makers, multiples on defense. You got offensive weapons, a running game, receivers. Like, you just got the money. How much do you need to win? You got to win a, pl- a playoff game, Key. There's enormous pressure on Dak for that. Yeah, he, he's got because he's gotten the money, and he is considered one of the top quarterbacks in the league. And when you get the money, you consider one of the top quarterbacks in the league, and you have everything at your disposal. And you have an offensive line, a running game, receivers, defense. Everything's retooled. You're in the second year of this system. You have to win. Got to no win. And the Niners it. are dangerous. You just said it. There's no question. He's got to win. Josh Allen's got to win. Matthew Stafford's got to win. Aaron Rodgers has got to win. Tom Brady can relax. He doesn't have to. Kyler Murray can relax. They don't have to. Joe Burrow can relax. They don't have to do anything. Tom Brady because he's got a billion Super yeah, Bowl Tom rings Brady and the other two because they just Brady got can, here. Tom Brady can relax, man. He yeah. can go home and that's a different deal. But those other guys, for sure, they've got pressure on them. I, but, and this, is what, this is great. This is the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Mm-hmm. Other than a potential tie last night and it didn't even happen, right? You got to have a winner and a loser. And there are guys like Stafford. Well, Kyler Murray, he can lose, but Stafford can't, and he could easily lose, and Dak can't, and he could lose to Jimmy G. And then, and Max, you know what's underneath a microscope? Hmm. Mike McCarthy, 
in-game decisions. Ooh, don't in-game adjustments. Man, that man ain't y'all. That's why right. right. you of all people. That, that's why right. you think that. We've been on that the whole year. That's how you lost your last game. Please, please, football gods, let it come down to Mike McCarthy not having a timeout at the end or something. So I want to hear what Key has. Vegas is saying George is a two and a half point favorite in tonight's college football playoff national championship game. Key says that line is way off. Wait until you hear him handicap this one. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. The College Football National Championship, presented by AT&T. The top-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide look to repeat as national champions when they face Kirby Smart's third-ranked Georgia Bulldogs. Coverage begins today at 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Sirius XM Channel 80. Hot 7. Buster, listen. There's a very good argument to be made when you consider what, what? what GOAT means in terms of live performance, too, that that dude is up, up there. there in the conversation. As right. an MC, lyricist, lyrics, production, performance, the whole thing, longevity. All of it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, who will raise the trophy? Find out tonight. College football playoff mm-hmm. national championship presented by AT&T. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Key the line in Vegas. Yes. Alabama's getting two and a half. Georgia's favored after that baptism in the SEC championship game. Georgia's still favored. How would you handicap this one? Uh, uh, Alabama by 21. By three what? touchdowns. He gave me that spread, by the way. Oh, I, sw- that, I just want to mark that, that down for $500. That. Yes, I just want to repeat that. He put his money where his mouth is. Yes. 2100 Yes. What is the matter with you? Georgia's favorite by two. And a Al- half? Yes, and I got 21 points from Key. Let's gonna- bring in a coach who faced both of these teams this season. Former Florida and Mississippi head coach, Mississippi State head coach, Dan Mullins with us on the Goodyear Hotline. Morning, coach. 
Good morning. I, I would take that. I'll take 21 points. Right, Dan? Too. Thank ah. you. Thank you. We're on the same page. Yes. With the keys luck, they'll actually cover somehow. I'm not going to say anything. I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know anything. Mm. Listen to Vegas. I'm listening to Dan right now. Go ahead, Dan. <laughs> so, go, Dan, go, uh, Coach, going into this game, how much pressure is on Kirby Smart to get the win? You know, I, 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 there's there's an awful lot. And, you know, what's going to happen with all the discussion comes, even though he's built a great program, they have another top recruiting class coming in. They're not going away. They're not going anywhere. But the, all the discussion is going to come to, if not now, when? And I think that's the pressure they're going to start feeling. Uh, you know, this is the second time they're playing Alabama this year, the second time they're coming into the game as a favorite. And, you know, people are going to start looking and saying, hey, I mean, if, if, if this isn't the team, this isn't the opportunity, when is it actually going to happen for you? Coach, Alabama's played them three times here uh, recently in championship game mode. And they've had to lead Georgia either – at halftime or tied at halftime. But in the second half, it seems like that they've squandered that because there was no second half adjustments. Now, how can they counter that now uh, tonight when they go up against Alabama? How do you fix that? Well, you know what? I think the the one big thing you you watch them they they change they've changed their personality when they're playing Alabama. You, you go to the first game this year in the SEC championship game. You know G- Georgia's based as a power running team. Their success comes from starting from running the ball between the tackles, being a power running team. When they do that, then they get to get their other athletes involved. Stetson Bennett can, can manage the game, distribute the ball to people, make a run here or there to keep them going. Uh, but, you know, what, what, what you've seen is the last couple times they played them in championship games, they get away from that and they start thinking, okay, we have to score with Alabama. And, and they're taking shots down the field and they're turning to a pass-first team. A couple of years ago, you get into they're faking a punt from midfield. And th- those are type of things that you don't see from them regularly. So what they have to do is kind of stick with their plan, stick with their know, and, and stay with it for four quarters. Dan, last time you played against Bama this year, um, you know, you guys had a fight. But I'm curious, what's the biggest thing you have to do in order to hinder Bryce Young, considering last time he played against Georgia, dude threw for 421 yards? Yeah, you know, if you look at that game, they they let him have a clean pocket all day long. And, you know, you can't do that. Now, uh, not that when, when you start pressure on Bryce, you're going to take some chances now because he has the ability to scramble. He has the athleticism. He does a great job, knows where to go with the ball. But what you want to do, you go back and you saw what Cincinnati was able to do in the in the uh, the semifinal game, what we were able to do earlier this year. You create some pressure up the middle for him, make it a little bit cloudy, force him out of the pocket. I'll scramble a little bit more to his right than his left, and then Alabama and then George is going to have the guys that are going to have some speed to be able to go chase him down. So uh, in game one, they just let him have a clean pocket. He stood there and picked them apart all day long. They're going to have to really try to get him off the spot, create some pressure up inside and force him to move around and go make plays now you know that with with John Mechie being out I think that's going to be a major part of this game as well you're talking about uh, 25 percent of the receiving offense for for Alabama this year and and that's one of his go-to weapons led the team in receptions Uh, so you've kind of taken a little security blank away away from him uh, with that injury now if you can get him off in spot make him uncomfortable starting early in the game it's certainly going to help Coach, could this be one of those situations now, right? Alabama Alabama is beating up on Georgia and Bennett. And then all of a sudden, 
you got Kirby Smart looking across the field to his former boss and what he did to him with Tua versus Jalen Hurts in a championship game. Could he somehow go back to JT Daniels in this game? You know, I, I don't see that happening. I, I, I just think that, you know, they're gonna they're gonna stick with, with, with Stetson. He's he's got him there. He's the leader of the team. Uh, you know, and, and I think those guys rally around him. Uh, I think they're gonna stick with him right now, you know. But uh, you know, I, I think one of the big parts for, for them though is gonna be that when they look across the field, when they see Alabama, uh, and, and you know this, when when that stuff happens, when you think that someone kinda has your number, you know, the the scary part is gonna be and it, and you know what's going to happen in the game. There's going to be a turnover. Hey, there might be a missed tackle and Alabama gets a long run. Uh, you know, one of those deals that Georgia's got to break through that mental barrier of, oh, no, here we go again. And, you know, because it's seven straight losses uh, to Alabama for them, uh, they, you know, they've held them out of that championship. So if they can get over that mental hurdle, they're going to be fine. And I don't think that they're, you know, part of that would not be flinching to go make a quick change of quarterback. That is Dan Mullen on the Goodyear Hotline, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Always great to be with you guys. Have a great day. All right, All right Dan. Yeah, that's, it is crazy to me that one team like doubles the point total of another team recently with the SEC championship on the line, and yet they are favored, and especially against a Nick Saban team. Oh, well. That Georgia, that Georgia, it's not the whole defense. It's the front seven has people believing. It's got to be that. They just think there's too much talent up front, right? Yeah, no, it, it is a lot of talent up front. Them some big boys. They can go. The secondary's okay. The secondary's not great. But I think with Michi being out, people thinking like, oh, they're not going to be able to attack the secondary the same way they did in the SEC championship game. There was a moment Are where – Are we bringing the cast live on the show? <laughs> is that how the exchange is going to go? I'm just trying to get some details. Yeah. In singles. Why did I ever bet this dude? Because you know he's a one-up guy. He gonna keep. I'm not. You got you, I, you're asking, guy here. That's man. a rhetorical question to the yourself. Game, Where are you guys? Game is, the game is later tonight, man. Let the I, game I, take its place. I, are you guys keeping track like who's up on whom with I these am. bets? You're up. I, I don't. I am. Yes, I keep trying. I've been in California, man. <laughs> trying to hurry up and get back. Why the numbers I point came to in here one now? I'm ready to go back. Moving on from its head coach. Not a moment too soon. We're not sure this organization knows how numbers work. That's next on KJM, ESPN Radio, and Sirius XM Channel 80. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt's The Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.